episode. Hello, <sighs> catch. I'm reconsidering buying a PSVR. Calc's E3 prediction may be coming to fruition. Nintendo Rock Bottom's ROM sites. Gachi's favorite sport may be coming to the Olympics. Beer. Reach in at your own risk. This is The Loaded Couch. And we're back with episode 172 of The Loaded Couch. I am the, I make the best microwavable popcorn, Scotch Hound. <laughs> and Celtic Fox. All right, uh, what are we drinking tonight, boys? Uh, Pidge, lead us off. You're drinking a big variety until Bell got it going around with that. You know? I am drinking the Cerveza Pacifico Clara. Grupa Modelo. Other business. It's a lager. It's from Mexico. It's PPLO and it's four and a half percent alcohol. Never had it before, so I thought I'd give it a try. I'm surprised you're drinking this. Did it fall off a truck down there or what? No, I told you I never had it. I bought it from my wife. My wife's like, she's like, okay, I'll drink it. It's been about a month, so I'm like, all right, I'm drinking it. <laughs> you didn't drink the beer I, I bought. I've you. had it once before, but I can't remember what it was like. But Sarah, you better drink the beer I get you. It's a light lager from. Yeah, it's pretty. All right, Calc, what are you drinking? Uh, another light beer myself. Uh, I'm drinking the Mango Even Keel uh, from Ballast Point. It's a Session IPA. They're out of San Diego, California. It's color, it's can right now, and it's 3.8% alcohol. Is it going to be color belly next? Or All right, I'm drinking the uh, two-time IPA from Southern oh. Tier Brewing Company. It's a double IPA to Lakewood, New York. It's in a brown bottle, and it's 8.2% alcohol. Hey, how you doing keeping all those beers uh, refrigerated? I filled up the bottom shelf and the bottom drawer, and uh, there's a few on the top shelf. Um, and then the rest of it that was warm, that was brought to the party warm, is down in the basement. Okay. And then in the... In the uh, you're, so you're pretty much set, though, through, like, probably Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, if not longer. I've got a shit ton. They come back from Sweden a drunk. It's a, it's a good problem to have, though. Yeah, true. Very true. Plus, I got those black and blues that are just kind of taking up space in, you know, the stairwell. <laughs> just toss those out. <laughs> anyway, in the beer mash, uh, so we got some alcohol discussion topics. Since marijuana legalization became official in Canada, brewers are getting serious about making beers with cannabis. Unlike many cannabis beers, which are merely infused with THC and CBD oils, one startup in particular called Province Brands is making beer by actually brewing with the cannabis plant. Stalks, stems, and all. Uh, it's said to be the first of its kind. Uh, it was Wait a rough. Minute. Didn't, um, didn't Snoop Dogg say no sticks, no stems, no seeds? No seeds, no, no stems, no. Yes. Yeah, in one of his rap songs, that's like the bad part. Right. Uh, worse is when the seeds crackle on you. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> pop. What a pothead. Crackle pop. Cook's a pothead. All right. Uh, it was rough going at first. Uh, quote, the things that we would come up with just tasted <laughs> horrible. End quote. Said Duma Winshu. Winshu? Yeah. Co-founder and CEO of Province Brands. 
Quote. <laughs> yeah. Quote. They tasted like rotten broccoli, end quote. Uh, thanks to mm. a little chemistry work, they've developed a beer that he says is, quote, dry, savory, less sweet than a typical beer flavor, end quote. So it's bitter. Savory? Like, what makes a beer savory? I don't know if it's dry. I'm I almost think it's savory. Yeah. I'm almost thinking they were just like pushing it more towards that IPA flavor, anyways, because that um that hemp IPA that I had was hamperer. Yeah, the minute you pop the cap on it, it smells like bong water. Like it's so I could I, I, can't I want even, no calc though. You have to. I couldn't it. even imagine like the the flavors they were getting cooking with stalk stems and everything. It's like broccolini in your mash. Yeah. You're, the, you're their expert. Pigeon, Pigeon lived in uh, Philly, went to Temple, you know, and says he doesn't know anything about what pot never, smells like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Never, and my never dad touched. used to be a pothead. I don't know what you're talking about. As far as bong water? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Weed, I do. In West Philadelphia, born and raised, without smelling pot in any of his days. Away from, <laughs> from gangs. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, the last quote is, uh, the beer hits you very quickly, which is not common for a marijuana edible, end quote. It said, windshoe. Windshoe. <laughs> so it looks like this, uh, this hits your belly pretty quick, because I so, guess it, it, it's absorbed into the bloodstream. What's the trade-off on this, though? Like, is this, Munchies? Like, well, I was going to say, you drink, it DUI sounds like increases. <laughs> you have one cup or bottle. And you're already feeling good. Like, does it make you want to consume more, or do you just? Because that's kind of what uh, regular beer did, like Budweiser and stuff. Because it dehydrates you, so it makes you want to drink more, right? Yeah, exactly. And again, this, you know, people that smoke a little weed, they do it, and it's it gives you the same effect of getting drunk, except with drinking all that beer and having the bloated gut. So it's and your lungs burn. It almost seems like you're gonna drink one bottle or two bottles and. Be like, okay, I'm good. I'm nice and high. And you would think it would be the other way. They'd want you to drink as much as you could. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think this is... I know everyone's going to go to the way of this hemp and THC and CBD oils. And stuff. But you think it's just like a niche? I think it's before, a niche. Before but... they legalize crack? <laughs> I think it's a niche, but I think it'll, it'll stick around. I think it could catch on as... Pretty much like a, its own type, like with the, the IPAs and the, the Saisons and all that. I think you're going to have this like THC type of beer. Well, my question with this whole thing is, is you have these THC beers. Is there still the alcohol in it? Or yeah, is, the, is the drunk just a high then? Well, that's what I was trying to get at, kind of. Like, it, it almost seems like, like which, what, which of it is, are you getting? Like, are you getting the high or are you getting the drunk? And will, like, will it allow you to continue to keep drinking? Because, again, like, it's kind of not too good of a marketing thing if people are only going to drink three or four of these and not buy, you know, a 12-pack. Right. Now people are just going to get harunk. Harunk, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. High runk. High runk. Yeah, high runk. That's that, uh, that one world that you can't explore in Zelda. That, or I was going to say, is Kim yeah. Jong-un's favorite, favorite uh, drunkness, <laughs> high rung. <laughs> oh, shit. You're terrible. Anyways. You all right. really have a thing in for Asians, don't you? And Koreans. Man. Oh, he does. Uh, okay. Right into Let's Talk. 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 Games. Games. I may be getting a beer soon. <laughs> all right. Uh, Pidge, 
since you're going to be getting a beer. Uh, what did you play this past week? I played some more Warframe. Okay. I'm further than Kelk. <laughs> uh, you and I played some Halo Master Chief Collection, which we, uh, which I streamed, so we'll put that up on our YouTube page. You know what's funny? I was uh, I went back and I rewatched your stream because mm-hmm. it came up as like an announcement like thing, Pigeon streaming. I'm like, what? So I checked it out and it was like the stream from the night before. It just gave me a, a late announcement for it. Um, weird. Yeah. Uh, so I watched it <laughs> and I thought we were doing fairly well, but I thought we were dying a whole lot. When I rewatched yeah. the video, I'm like, wow, we're actually better than I thought. Yeah, I I really thought we were doing pretty good, especially it's on Legendary. I mean, I know it's the first one, so I'm sure. I don't know if they reworked the AI in it or what to make it more more harder, as Calc would say. <laughs> Uh, like Halo 5. I'm not sure, but we were hanging in there pretty good. Yeah. Even though the, the weapons are pretty overpowering. Right, right. Yeah. The Magnum, uh, the the handgun, and the uh, the assault rifle is so op-, op in that game. The Needler, I think, is uh, probably the, the worst of the OP guns. Yeah, but it doesn't, like, hit the target that often, man. You What's gotta hit it. Seeking? You gotta follow him with the red reticle the whole time. <laughs> Usually, like, it gives you that leeway in, like, Halo, Halo 3, I remember. Mm. You can shoot it, like, on the side of them and it would still connect them. Right. Anyway, bottom line is we were awesome. Bottom line is that game is still good. How many years later? Yes. And my, our plan is to go through the whole thing right. on legendary, on legendary one, yep. two, three, and four without Cal. <laughs> also played some <laughs> Assassin's Creed origins. I'm interested to hear about this. I'll get back to that. I played, uh, I played sea of Thieves. You guys can talk about that. I have been playing call of duty, black ops three. That's my, after playing Born Sea of Thieves, I go to a shooter. I go to Blobs 3. Just something mindless because um, Warframe has a lot of meta. And then uh, you and I play some Forza Horizon 3 because Kelk said he was going to be on. And we had a three-player game going and didn't <laughs> want to play. Third. Yep. Yeah, so Assassin's Creed Origins. It's a great game. But? I am not... I, am, I, I like it a lot. But? And it gets you... Instead of having everything on the map is like when you first open it, like when you're traveling, a bunch of question marks pop up, and I hate it. Mm. So I'm like, okay, I got to go there now. Got to mark that <laughs> off. Yeah, and then on the way, there's five more. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I told you this because I remember the way you were talking about Mad Max, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, he is going to get so sidetracked with every little, like, thing to find. Yeah, but I'm it's just, trying not to. It, although it is just, like, towns, you unlock the XP and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But... But like some of his like side missions, I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. So I just talk to the guy and and I don't accept it. <laughs> and okay. that way I have it and then I can just go and do it later. Cause you can you can scroll and and set a marker on your side missions or single out all your regular missions. Now question do you, missions. Do you find it um like too date to be the most like fluid traversal? Like I think it's so spot on. Well yes and no. And I think I told Gachi this. The I thought the graphics were were really good, but a, not mind blowing as other people make it out to be. Like I think you said it was amazing, and it's colorful and it's graphically nice. But at the same time, it's like there. I see a lot of like when like the character models, they're like all they're kind of bland a little bit when they're talking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, the problem Maybe is you don't me, have a but, uh, new uh, home theater room. <sighs> that might be it. Maybe it's the ambient lighting I don't have. I say, it's probably your TV setup. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Um, 
but it's like coming from Unity, like Unity had a lot of bugs, but it just felt more populated and lively. What about what's your opinion on the the RPG elements of it? I don't really it's not really that involved. It's like, hey, you got a better weapon, just equip it. Yeah, well, exactly. It's kind of simplified, but it still makes you... Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's like, hey, I got a better weapon, but this one has two attributes. Have you so... found, like, the hidden, like, uh, the papyrus rolls? Yeah, I found a couple of those, but I haven't done any of those missions yet. Oh, you got to do those, because that's when you get the the yellows, the exotic weapons. Oh, really? Stuff. Yeah, I haven't done any. Like I said, I, I just got to Alexandria... And I did the first mission where I met up with my wife again or something. Yeah, or I, I had to kill kill the snake or something. Can we get yeah. to my question finally? Yeah, what? Okay. Uh, are you like that with your um your phone? You can't have the little red bubbles on there? Is that why you get so nuts with the map having yeah. that question? Yeah. <laughs> you are too. So stop it. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I hate it. But anyway, it's it's a good game. It's a great Assassin's Creed game. Um, I'm, You like the city areas better than you do the uh, countrysides? Like yes. you were saying with uh, Unity being a little bit more populated? I do. Yes, Alexandria I do. is gorgeous. I like the cities better because there's more traversals. And also there's like, every time I see an animal, I'm like, I got to kill it for a pelt. <laughs> mm, oh, there's a hippo. Let me fight it. Or there's a crocodile. <laughs> I saw a crocodile fight a hippo. You see the hippo uh, sink people on the boat out in the water? No, I haven't seen that yet, but That's I just funny. saw... I just saw like the hippo die, and then I hit an arrow to the croc's face, and it died instantly. I'm like, oh sweet, two purple pelts. This is great. <laughs> but yeah, um, but and Sea of Thieves, I think I already mentioned, but I, I'll segue that into Kel because he's gonna. Yeah, Kel, go ahead. Uh, sea of Thieves, we did um, more mermaid statues. Uh, not enough. Not enough. We. Go ahead, Kel, tell tell him about your disappointment. Go ahead. All of us got in. All of us got in. Right. <laughs> We got the th- what do we we all got three right the three different colors but not the fifteen right yeah um, no but talking about your disappointment of what happened last night yeah so finally uh, we all you know we we're trying to keep it interesting because pigeon gets bored uh, so I threw so, down I threw down some order of souls which are pretty much like bounty hunts on the skeletons so we were doing those having a little fun with that and then we. I think what we turned into the one port and we turned right, like literally to our right, and there was the skull in the sky. So we went. Well, to the first f- we got eaten by a kraken at thirty feet from the dock. Yeah, it was like the first two minutes of the game. Um, but then we went to the skull, fo- our skeleton fort, and we finally beat it on our own. What? What would you yeah, guys say? Everybody left us alone. Like Fifteen waves, man. I was to take about an hour, right? Forty-five minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know. I was having minutes. so much fun. I couldn't realize <laughs> how much time was. I mean, they're better. You were kicking I prefer, ass, though. I prefer doing the forts than sailing and searching for treasure. Okay. Um, so we beat it, and we get the key, and Scotchy's cheering and yelling. and Immediately. Immediately, immediately I turn to my side, and it's like a scene out of a movie. I see this galleon. It's like a Goonie ship. It's like, <laughs> that. there it it's, is. It's like f- flat out, full speed crashing through the waves and i'm like screaming like a girl get the key and get on the boat and go yeah, yeah. you're like and leave I, me I behind and i had a i had a crazy battle on the water with this guy i almost got him yeah yeah so pigeon went for him i'm like just leave me behind i'll catch the mermaid and they got a couple shots on us we took off and it was <laughs> Pigeon's like fix the boat i'm like that drop the sails 
<laughs> but so then the the frustrating part. I mean, it's frustrating, but it is part of the game. Um, we took off. We made it, you know, over to the next biome or whatever, and they just dropped anchor and did not leave the fort for what probably an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. They sat yeah, on that thing. That was just yeah. stupid. That was a they, waste of time. They just sat there and we're like, all right, well, we'll do. I a did couple. go on their ship. They were chasing us for a little bit. I thought, and then I jumped off and I got on the ship and I went to the captain's quarters and I killed one guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah you go, shoot me over there. <laughs> so I shot you out of the cannon yeah. at him. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it, again, it's fresh. I mean, there's, there, that's part of the goal is for them to jack us and get the key and stuff. But I thought they would have given up after like 30, 40 minutes and be like, all right, these guys are just. I wonder if it was like. Maybe they like what else can you do there? Well, I was reading on uh, online on a bunch of the uh, forums for Sea of Thieves, and uh, a bunch of people said that they immediately hide the key in like a, sh- a bush or in between rocks or something like that on the island and then take off. Or they, they grab the key, they go to another island, or somebody will jump off as they're sailing, go onto an island, drop the key in a bush or something like that, and then go out to the um, mermaid and then go back to their boat and just do their thing. That way the key's not on the boat. So maybe they were just looking around that entire time? I can't imagine so because there's not that yeah, many places. That like island wasn't that big. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe they just figured like we didn't get the key, but my first instinct would have been chase that boat. They right. probably have the key, you know? Like, But yeah, that I, I was wondering that too. I'm like, what the hell are you doing there for an hour? Like, it's got to get boring. And so sure enough, we just said, you know, fuck it. We went to turn in our stuff and we scuttled our ship and the key went down with it so right hopefully uh yeah so no, nobody got the treasure uh, hopefully well played. uh and then i also played uh some warframe with pigeon i'm having fun with it it's a lot of a lot of meta uh but i do enjoy it it's it's, it's i don't fine. think it's that much meta as far as understanding what you have to do i mean i think it's less meta than the division Yes, yes and no. I think long game, I think we're going to get in trouble where we're going to run into that division wall where we're going to face enemies that are like really tough and we're just not playing the right mod cards to, you know, to cause damage to them. Uh, but we'll see. Um, and then last thing I'll save to talk about for our uh, our monthly game talk. Uh, it off of there. Took yep. it off and they were going to talk about it. <laughs> yep, comfy couch reviews. Okay, and because everybody already talked about the games, I'll just say I played uh, Halo Master Chief with Pidge. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Sea of Thieves with you both. Uh, that's a lot of fun. And Forza Horizons 3. Uh, Pigeon was surprised at my level in comparison to his own. <laughs> he's you're like, levels better than He's you. like, holy shit, you're a level 115? I said, yeah, and you're I a level 15. I've never you playing that game, though. It's like... <laughs> Like if I like go if I sign on or I turn the, my the Xbox on and watch TV. It's been a while, on. but I did play the shit out of it for a while when it first came out. He did have a he either. did have a good run there for a while. Yeah, I got all the uh, festivals. All the festivals are fully upgraded, um, and it's just going back in now, and it's just getting all the cars that I want. I do pr- sporadically sign into the Forza Hub just to get the free money. I gotta start. It's, it's just a lot of fun. All right, right into the comfy couch review. So. Uh, the Comfy Couch review um, was my choice this past month. So what I did is I um, put the Final Station game as like your Calc guys' your game, though. as your guys' review, and then Calc did kind of choose my game since I was going to be traveling for so uh, two wins weeks at a month. Then it's a win-win. Yeah. So yeah. since I was going to be on vacation for two weeks out of the month, Kelk um, kind of gave me a birthday gift and told me to download Hollow Knight. 
on the <laughs> Here's uh, your birthday gift. If you don't download Hollow Knight, <laughs> really it kidding. doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. So, uh, all right, uh, Calc, start us off. All right, so the final station. It's a side-scroll, um, I guess, side-scroll shooter. It's mm-hmm. a lot like... Um, Survival, yeah. Survival-ish, very, very little RPG-ish, you know, elements. Like, pick up some med packs and bullets, and you can... You can craft your own bullets. Do you bullets save and... the meds for yourself or for the people in the train? So I burned two of them in the beginning, saving sick people on the train. <laughs> and then I really kind of screwed myself for a little while on the stations when I was trying to get through some of the stuff. Um, but then finally I went back to the train and figured out how to craft the med kits and the, some more ammo for myself. Um, but no, I, I pretty much try to keep the people alive because you get the bounties and the currency for them. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I think this was the, this was a free gift for watching oh, Mixer. Mixer during, was it E3? E3 of 2017. 2017, I think. Um, so if, I don't know what the cost is on this, but I would recommend it. Um, it's kind of actually a little laid back and not stressful. Like the music and the sounds and it, stuff. It, it was at first for me. Um, I, I mean, it's I, str- I, didn't know what, I didn't know what to do. Well, it's stressful from like in a moment, things can get really heated, but I, it's just like the tone and the feel of it was just like very chill. Like the, the sound effects and the music and stuff, I was just relaxed and playing it. And I, I really, really enjoyed it. I don't know what the cost is. I'd recommend it. If it comes to games with gold or Game Pass, I highly recommend people download it. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take to beat it, but I do want to go back and finish it. All right. How long? Who do you, who do you think played the most out of Pigeon, Scotchy, and Celtic Fox? Pigeon. You. Pigeon did. I checked. Oh, you checked. Yeah. Kelk's two hours. Sounds like, sounds like 250 to me. <laughs> I, I played two, two and a half, and I checked. Scott, you played one hour more than me, so shut up. It, said, it didn't say two and a half. It said two. So. I just played another half hour before the show. Scott, you said you had to play at least three hours, so. Huh. It was like, <laughs> Scott, you was like literally three hours and one minute or something like that. I hit that three hours, Calc. I mean, it wasn't even my game of the month, and I hit the three hours. What the hell? All right, whatever. Calc, <laughs> uh, uh, what what's the E3 game that's like Pixel Blade Runner? Uh, do you guys remember that one? It was like shown in a trailer and it was like this hover car and it was like raining. It just reminded me so much of Blade Runner and it it was the same style, pixel side scroll. And I was like, back then I loved it, but now that I played Final Station, I'm like super excited to play both of them. Look, look it up. Was it this E3? I think it was last E3. It was called... Look it, the- look it up and see if you can find it out because now I'm curious to know what it is. Okay, I'll see if I can track. All right, Paige, help yourself. Uh, you want me to go? Yep. Uh, it's a yay for me. I, I did not think I was going to like it because based off what you were talking about, you were like, yeah, you got to help the survivors on the train and you got to make sure your train's running. And I'm like, oh, God, it's just a bunch of bullshit that I got to handle. And it turns out like it's not, you're not doing it for a very long time. I did try to save every, I feel like I didn't use health packs and I tried to give my health packs and food to the people on the train as much as possible. Yep. Yeah, me too. And I had two people die. On the on train? One. Yeah, because I didn't know, like, the thing popped up on them, and I went to and talked to them. But I did was, too. 
I did. Everything too. was fine with them. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then as soon as I walk away, you just, I'm like, all right, he has half health. So maybe I'll give him a health pack. And then before I know it, he falls to the ground. I'm like, what the like this guy was he were they hurt because i mean they, when they get on you can see they'll have like over the little that, emblem it, it shows it like a bleeding like he, thing like i said his health was like halfway he was still good right but anybody who's hurt or comes onto the train hurt that has like the bleeding uh thing over top of their so they their health goes down like two to three times faster than the regular riders oh uh, okay so maybe that's what it was and the other the second guy i knew what i had to do it's just i didn't get to him in time i was like trying to you let him starve cool didn't you Pull off the engine. The engine. No, I told you. I gave my health action food to everyone else. <laughs> um, that's that's actually, I think, one of the tougher parts of the damn game is just, um, you know, managing your uh, health packs and food. Yeah. For the um, for the people you're going to save. And then when I got to the town, I had like a ton of money. And I upgraded like my weapon. I had like the laser sight and like the accuracy. How good are you at uh, doing like the angled shots and stuff? I was just going to ask you guys. Pretty good. Yeah. That's a little tough, though, to land those headshots. How many? When you um, get older, yeah, it's tough. How many? Uh, <laughs> how many of you uh, use the um, the stairs cheat? What's the stairs cheat? You just hop on them and stay out of the way. <laughs> yeah, when, once you get onto the stairs to go between floors, uh, they they, yeah, the they baddies can't get you, and you can swing and hit them if you're almost at the bottom or almost at the top of the stairs, and then kind of uh, suck right back down again. I, I was think doing I might have done that once or twice. I like the idea that you can them. you can kite them away and then just run past them too. That's like a big help. Mm. They don't like grab you and just like bog you down. You can literally just run right through them. Yeah, they do hit you once, but yeah, I yeah. I do like beating them down. Like I beat them and walk at the same speed with them in distance, and I like hit them. How how much did you guys throw stuff at them? Quite a bit. I got a chivo for it. Did you chairs and stuff? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fun. Um, Oh, that yes. game! That game, guys, is called The Last Night. So I guess it's like a trend to use last when you do pixel shooters. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's by Raw Fury. It's called The Last Night. I have to look it up. Uh, but I enjoy the game, and uh, I, I like to go back to it and complete it. And I'm, I was potty training my daughter, and she likes to watch uh, videos on YouTube. So I give her my phone. I was playing this, and my wife comes in. She's like, "Are you sh- are you playing a game where you shoot things?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, turn it off. I'm like, oh, come on. No, right? <laughs> like, it's like, she doesn't know. She's not even looking. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good game. Yes, ma'am. Uh, myself on Hollow Knight. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I've got a lot more to do in playing with it. I didn't get um, far enough in to really say that I've uh, gotten my full, I guess, money's worth yet. Um, thus far, I'd say it does kind of have that metroid-ish kind of feel like kelk said but it's kind of more along the lines of i think of an ori fighter okay uh ori kind of had the fighting but it was like that um it shot the light things out right yeah yeah like how is this as far as uh, this like, one you're kind of holding, leveling up nail. your attack abilities uh that i really haven't gotten to yet i have the nail um i'm kind of I, i've beaten two three bosses now i think Okay. Um, they are kind of tough. Some of the, the bosses, um, you have to do some strategy, because uh, there is a regen, uh, like a health regen option that your okay. character has, but you have to kind of space it out because it's a slow refill. Okay. Um, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the map is really, really tough when you first get into it because you don't have a map. You kind of just jump down into this tunnels kind of situation you kind of just have to work through the start of it and then once you get to the end of like one section uh if you're lucky you meet up with this map maker 
Okay. And then he gives you the abilities to, he here's, he's like, here, here's a map that I started. And it kind of it opens up the area that you've already explored. And then um, I think you can go uh, after a while, you meet somebody else where you can get a pencil or he gives you a pencil and you can start kind of, when you sit down at like a midway point, there's like these benches and stuff in these safe areas. You can upgrade the map for certain areas, but then you have to wait for him for other areas that don't upgrade. And then some areas are like completely black where you need to get like a, a light or something to carry with you so you can see or else it's just you kind of glow a little bit. So you can okay. only see a little area around your body as you move through the dark areas. So you can't see any of because there's uh, spikes that fall from the ceiling. There's guys who rush at you. There's some that are just like crawling on the ground that you you know have a hard time seeing because there's like different um, like grass things and stuff that are in the foreground because it is kind of like a 3D 2D side scroll. I was gonna say so on those points like what's like your overall impression with both the visual and the audio artistic like style. I'm really enjoying it. I mean I think it's a fantastic game. Uh, visually I think it's great. Uh, it's very dark. Like I said it has that ori kind of black and white. Um, kind of sh- um, very uh, dark kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not as much uh, light in it that I found. Oh, well, you're underground. So, I mean, it's going to be uh, dark to start with. How uh, was the audio? Uh, I didn't really get a whole lot into the audio because I was playing on the plane. I was playing kind of, you know, sitting in the living room while we're watching a movie and stuff. Yeah. And I didn't bring any headphones with me. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, well, I'd be interested to your input on, like, what the audio with the headphones. I mean, I from heard. what I heard, I mean, there's no, a lot no, going on. There's an audio guy or are you an artistic guy? Pick one. Both. <laughs> um, but it's really good. Uh, I'd, I'd really recommend it. Uh, I'm looking forward to upgrading my character more because there's been, in the original map, there's, like, three different areas that I couldn't get to because I, I, I couldn't jump high enough or I couldn't beat the guy that was there. Um, you know, okay. I, I okay. couldn't upgrade my character enough to get through. So it's kind of like you struggle through the map, which was a little confusing because there's a bunch, there's a whole bunch of different ways to go. Um, but I'm having fun just doing the explore and everything else. So now one final point on the price point, do you think people should get it? Or if people just don't have quite a bit of patience, it wouldn't be their type of game. No, no, it, it's an easy play. Uh, what was it? 15 bucks, 20 bucks. I think it was $20. Yeah. yeah I think it was on sale. Though. Yeah. It's totally worth it. I mean, for that price, I mean, from what I've played thus far, I mean, I'm like two and a half, three hours in, it's it's definitely worth it. I mean, I'm t- kind of taking my time through it. That's the one annoying thing is that it's very kind of old school game where it's like when you die, you go, you almost go back to the beginning or wherever one of those save benches uh, were. Okay. Um, so it's like you're kind of, okay, crap, where the hell was I? You have to kind of it's not Not as bad as Volgar the Viking. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> but um, go back to that game. like I said, if you don't have the map drawn up, to, to know like where you are checking it all the time it's kind of hard to be like oh shit okay where did i jump because there's different pathways off of these tunnels and stuff and it kind of gets a little confusing of where you were going but um it's a lot of fun um and it's i definitely recommend checking it out if you get the time and uh good job recommending that to me Yuck. all right okay uh so we got to get it frog destiny picker pidge is uh chip the frog ready to go yeah uh let me just Make sure. Okay, we have a pigeon. We have a pigeon. A Another pigeon. <laughs> and we have a pigeon. So Scotchy. Oh. Pigeon. All in. And after this, I need another beer. I almost feel like we need to hire the people that do the Oscars with the sealed envelopes. <laughs> they screw up. <laughs> <no. laughs> the NBA lottery ping pong balls. Like Kelk has a 25% chance since he tanked last month. <laughs> okay, and the winner goes to 
Scotchy. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna know pretty soon, Kelk, that it's um you know which one's mine because of how worn out the piece of paper. Is. I was gonna say I almost think he knows the feel of the paper by now, and he just <laughs> he just does a little <laughs> laugh. <laughs> you get the Ernst and Young people in here. <laughs> All right, uh, let me. Uh, um, we're gonna. Well, actually, we're gonna take a break. I'll let Pidge get a beer, and um, yes. uh, maybe I can check out the games, and I'll let you know when we get back. For more from the Loda Couch, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. If you like me and would like to follow me on Twitter, at Pigeon Pegleg, and also on Twitch, Pigeon Pegleg. Pigeon Pegleg. Hey, this is Scotch Hound. If you want to hear more from me, you can check me out on Twitter at Scotchhound underscore LC or on Twitch at Scotch Hound. All right, we're back with Sony News. Uh, I didn't oh, pick a game. We are? Yeah, I didn't pick a game, so uh, I will let you guys know uh, via Twitter. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. All right, Sony News. Uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission will be released on the 3rd of October. It's a new VR platformer created exclusively for PSVR. Uh, in the game, you take control of Astro, the captain of a spaceship traveling in search of his lost crew. Uh, the adventure spans across 26 levels uh, that take the platform genre to new heights with 360-degree VR gameplay. Huge towering bosses, precise controls, and a good dose of challenge and humor. Looks like Wally a little bit. Do you mind remember when the... Or Eve, I should say. What was it? Uh, PS4 Playroom was first released. This is the character for it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Remember, it was like they showed the tech where you like shake the controller and like shakes the room up with him. Yeah, 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 inside yeah. the room. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. This is the guy. Uh, okay. Seems okay. pretty cool. Yeah. It does. It's it's a cool idea to have a 360 degree VR gameplay though. Yeah, like a 3D platformer that you can kind of see around the whole world as you traverse. I'm curious how um, how confusing that's going to be with moving the character. I wonder how many times you're going to throw up. <laughs> so, Pigeon. You probably just use the controller. Right? I'm assuming that, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, the controller is going to be your motion or movement. Uh, Pigeon. Yeah, but, but you're still going to be spinning the world around. Like, and right, looking at you're afraid it. of heights. Damn, can a host breathe? <laughs> Pidge, is this going to be your uh, yeah. VR uh, rebuy game? No. I'm not getting it. Do a little water droplet thing. It's not worth the pink eye. <laughs> Double barrel stink eye. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sony has removed the $5 funding charge from the PlayStation Store. I just love Kelk's demeanor when we read the Sony news. It's just like dull and glooms. Like, mm, the pink eye. <laughs> this used to be Look the thing here. in Europe yeah, as well. What are we talking about? <laughs> but it was dropped in most countries at the start of the console generation. Oh, my gosh. Now, what happened was that you had to add $5 to your account's wallet, even if um, the item you wanted to purchase cost less. For example, an avatar pick cost 50 cents, so Sony would charge you $5 and keep 450 in your wallet. Oh, so there was a standard $5. Company's fee. excuse was credit card fees or something. Hmm. Uh-huh. Or no credit card something. fee, $4.50 on a 50 cent I charge. Think, I think it's them making money on the interest. I was going to say, do you think they play Nintendo with your money? No, Nintendo did this too. Mm-hmm. With, the, with the Wii. It's like the Nintendo games were like two ninety nine dollars and you put five bucks on there, and then you still had to have that $2, that $2 and some change remaining. And it's just like, what? Mm, yeah. yeah, but like, do, they, do they control like 
if say, say there's like yeah. 20 million people that's sitting in the Sony all, bank they all have to put five dollars into that baseline that's like, account does like sony hold that money in their bank account and then they could put it into a high interest account that's i'm gonna like say making yes money i'm gonna say 100 yes i'm gonna say no so why don't you look it's a virtual currency isn't it nope man i think they're making money they're making interest off of people's money that they put into i the wouldn't bank doubt account. it man i mean that's the smart way to play it i mean if, you, if you're gonna do that and you have to do that no, you don't have to do that. No, Come, but that's... Look into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up is what it is. It is. It, it's very popular. Microsoft that, that, but... that though, it'd be okay. Right? It'd be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Death Stranding may or may not be releasing March 29th, 2019, courtesy of Amazon UK. Not Walmart Canada? <laughs> no? Walmart Canada? No? Do you got... <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I just now got that. Um, Jeez, that took you a while. I know. Did you guys hear, like, or, or take notice that you cannot get Amazon Prime, Prime like Prime certified PS or PlayStations? There's like oh, really? some. There's a fallout with like Sony and Amazon where, like, you have to. It was with before, and now they're okay. Yeah, like if you try to buy a PS4 through Amazon, it's like you have to use these like certified sellers or whatever they call like, it you know what we're doing we're doing fine without you so we don't need you anymore. <laughs> yeah i just thought it was interesting because like during the holiday sales and stuff i look at like look at the uh xbox sales and i'm like oh i wonder what ps4 is at you already have and it's and it's always like you can't buy it through amazon with prime you have to buy it through one of the third-party vendors and mm. i'm like yeah oh, i mean because Microsoft can't give away Xboxes. <laughs> Jackass. Speaking of Microsoft, Microsoft News, Microsoft's Kevin Marshall and Mark Weiser said the company adopted a, quote, no teeth, end quote, rule when developing and packaging for its new Xbox adaptive controller. Quote. This is pretty slick. Did you guys see the video on that? Yeah. Quote, often when engaging with packages not designed for maximum accessibility, customers with limited mobility, resort to improvised means of accessing the product, including using their teeth. With the Xbox Adaptive Controller packaging, we wanted to ensure that no such extreme measures would be required, end quote. So the packaging is designed to, quote, unfold, and, quote, reveal what's inside with minimal friction, Marshall and Weiser said. Uh, free from annoying twist ties and zip cords, the packaging features a series of helpful loops uh, that allow for easy access. Now, I don't know about you guys, but one, I think I think the pricing is probably right, but I wonder if the design of the box went into the pricing of the controller. <laughs> I'm sure it was. And two I, is every boxing should be like this. I don't care if you're disabled or not. I want this. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I, I think we talked about this a year or two years ago on the show because you guys have a PlayStation and stuff, but did you notice, like, even with the Xbox controllers and the Xbox console, I don't know, uh, Pigeon, I don't know how the Minecraft one was, but it almost seems like Microsoft puts that little extra effort into the experience of opening the package where... Yeah, but is it worth it, though? Obviously not, because they're losing. Well, uh, yeah, oh, shut up. Uh, so, I mean, that's like a valid like, question. Is that like something that you or the listeners like enjoy? Do you like that unboxing moment and you're like oh wow look at the way this flap does this or that i like, personally do yeah i do too i think it's a cool little little twist 
Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's money and there's time that's spent in that. I mean, it's if you can enjoy it, why not put a little extra? I mean, how much extra do you think it costs for them to do this? Well, I'm sure they have teams that are part of the company. No, I'm thinking about like price wise, how much it prices into it. Yeah, uh, like I'm pennies, sure probably like 15, 10 to fifteen bucks. Onto the price of the uh, controller itself. No, I mean it's it's a hundred dollar controller, so I think the controller without this box would probably be like eighty. 90 bucks. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Ooh, I was going to say, I bet it adds like an extra dollar in cost. That's what I was thinking. I was like pennies on the dollar in comparison, but yeah. Really? To design something like this? No, no, not to design it, like to actually implement it because they have their own internal design teams. Like regardless, no matter, they have packaging teams. Yeah, but you have to, you have to recoup that cost in the research and design. So that's what I'm saying. Right. But I mean, if you add that on to every, well, yeah, I guess. Ah, uh, okay. I see. I'm All not right. saying like, could be oh, an overhead charge though. I'm, you know what? You know what? Wait a minute. I'm surprised Kelk's not making fun of this. <laughs> the Labo over here. Huh? <laughs> the Labo. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a Domino's uh, pizza box to me. Oh, man. <laughs> I wonder how fast that uh, Domino's guy could fold all these boxes. Yeah, terrible. Remember, it brings back the old days to folding pizza boxes, Scott. <laughs> right, Patrick Swayze? Yeah. All right. According to a report, there will be two separate next-generation consoles. One will be similar to gaming to a gaming console uh, that we see today in terms of functionality, but the other will be dedicated to streaming games. Called Scarlet Cloud, at this time, the service will stream games with a limited portion uh, of it running locally, helping to cut down on latency. Uh, the games are running in two places at once and uses Microsoft's cloud to switch it all together. Sorry, stitch it all together. Uh, there would also be less latency if the game runs off the Azure, which... Uh, Calc loves to talk about. Yeah, since it would be physically closer to the multiplayer server. Calc, go ahead. Start beating your chest, saying, I call this for E3. <laughs> Is this like a 10-pointer for me, or what? No. If they would have called it, I think it would have <laughs> yeah, been. At E3, right. It would have been, you know, spanned out over the next 10 years. Do you guys get what they're saying about the the fact if with the the less latency, like we play games on our console that's talked to a server and therefore it creates latency. But they're saying they think that if a lot of the computing and processing resides right there at the source on the server, that the connectivity latencies would actually be less than what we're used to seeing. Hmm. So it yeah, could actually... Yeah, but the latency we're seeing is... We don't see it now. Well, I guess... Yeah, and I guess when you break it down to milliseconds, they're saying that this solves even more of that problem of, like, maybe this whole streaming thing could possibly be a real thing, and maybe they did crack the nut. I still think it's a few years out. I mean, this they're saying... Oh, they're uh, 2020. Yeah, they're saying 2020, but I still think it's past that. I think like 2024, maybe. Ooh. You know, technology grows exponentially. I understand, but I just think, you know, for the amount of people that, as Pigeon likes to say, aren't buying Xboxes right now and PlayStation not making any promises for, you know, online-only gaming, I think it's a little bit further out yeah, than but what this, we're thinking. But, like, this is that magic pill where if they really want the next system take off the game pass like the netflix has done they can offer this device at 99 dollars or 149 i think they'll like sell double 
you know, everybody will buy this one instead because it's probably going to be so tiny, like an Apple TV or something. Well, exactly. question on that because that's a, I mean, that was the next thing. The streaming only console should be significantly cheaper than the full console, and they both arrived 2020. All right, so if that's the case, I mean, I would almost argue no. I mean, granted, what, I think it should, way? I don't want to say significantly, I think they could dump more of the money into the graphics card then. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think the, that's not the way to go though. Didn't they say like they want to match the CPU with the GPU? Yeah, but if they're not doing any of the uh, processing on the board yeah, right now, the if they're streaming card it and is, stuff like that. The graphics card, you do all that behind the scenes stuff with like tricky uh, software and like the the game engines and the code. That doesn't, I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. It is part of it as graphics card, but at the same time, there comes to a point where it's like, do I take the two tiers down where I get the same stuff, but not as crisp, but even it looks the same? Yeah, I think that's going to be the good question that Pigeon just brought up. Like, you're, I think you're still going to have that mindset of, like, do I want the, the medium-level device, or am I in the market to pay that 500 for that, that comparable Xbox One X, you know, like the high-quality Ferrari? Right, because I think, well, if, if that's the case, I'm thinking it's, they can almost offer it to computer speed and graphics at that point for, for a lot cheaper. Yeah, I mean, I think either way, on the, I think the they're CPU. trying to get it in there at that $100, $150 mark and sell or package it in some weird way. It's where it's like, hey, you know, sign up for a year of Game Pass and get the, you know, get this device for forty nine ninety nine or whatever. What kind of graphics card can they have in that thing, though? I mean, it, I guess they'll just... You got to remember, they're offsetting that loss, like... They're making that money on the Game Pass subscription. So he's talking about what kind of graphics card would go in such such a small thing. Well, that, that and for that about? for that forty nine ninety nine cost. Well, it may it may realistically be a two hundred dollar device, but they're offsetting one hundred and twenty dollars right out of the gate, just locking yeah, you into that first year. How much? Yeah, but how much profit are they making on Game Pass? I mean, they got to pay those developers and everything yeah. anyway. For sure, that. I, think, sure. I think we talked about that before. So, but mm, I don't know. I got, I got a question. Is I thought, I thought they were talking about. Maybe it's not a question. Maybe it's a comment. I thought they were talking about the the servers offsetting the stuff. Doesn't that mean the servers will have the graphics card on them? No. So the way it works, wrong. the way yeah, it works, not is, projecting any images up to anywhere. Yeah, the servers crunch the mathematics. And then they then at light speed tell our side, like the graphic card, that this triangle resides at this point in space. And then the graphic card has to draw the frame and the, the lighting and the texture on it. Right. You know who's good at mathematics? You. Common. <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, man. Good segue, Pitch. Yeah, <laughs> Developer Turn 10 has announced that it will be removing prize crates. Uh, from Forza Motorsport 7's version of loot boxes uh, from the game this coming winter. A good thing. Yeah, not not a game release. Not at release. No, it's an upgrade, yeah. Uh, So Turn 10's Alan Hartman explained the process of untangling prize crates from the game's many systems was very complex, which is why the change won't be immediate. For the time being, cars have been... Nope. What? Nope. I think it's BS. What, They're doing what it just so they can make money off of it. I mean, he already talked, like, when you read it more, he says they, they took the cars out of the prize crates. Everything else is mods. We'll take the cars out. I mean, take the mods out of it. 
can't, I mean, it can't be that hard. I mean, I'm not a code guy or anything, so maybe it is hard, but it seems to me like he knows that they'll be done. They'll have it out by winter. Hmm. So, so it's like, you're oh, saying let's keep it in there for the only way months. to get the car, some cars money. now is going to be with purchase cars or uh, download extras. I think they're just trying to make money on the four months. And then they're like, hey, you know, we're listening to you guys. We're taking it out. Don't worry. It's going to take us some time. Did, did you guys ever see the interview or hear that there is not going to be a Forza, Forza Motorsport 8? That they what are. they combining it into well, one? They're, they think Forza, Forza Motorsport 7 is, they're happy with that core product. So it's almost like. It's games almost like the games as a service with like the whole Sea of Thieves. Like they have the core product, and now they're going to just keep adapting Motorsport Seven. Like I mean, there's for, only there's only a certain point where you can make 4K look better. Exactly. Until, and I, until it comes out, you know. Yeah, and I'm interested to try Seven because I've heard it looks gorgeous. And if it really you is, because you have Game Pass. If it really is as good as they say, then yeah, why why make an eight? Why not just keep adding a, a DLC or a future update? No, no. Not eight. It's seven. Seven minute apps. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Games with gold for August uh, 2018. Uh, for Xbox One, it's going to be Forza Horizons 2, speaking of Forza Horizons. Uh, and then also For Honor uh, oh, for, for backwards a, compatibility. Uh, Dead Space 3. Disney Epic Mickey 2. Uh, the power of 2. This is, this is a really good... I can't... I know... I know it's passing me up, but I can't think of another month where all the games were really good. Mm. I mean, I'll have to go back and take a look and see. I know a couple months ago, a lot of the most of the games are really good, but even with PS4, I mean, you get some you get some good downloads, but I can't. I mean, they have like PS Vita, excluding that, but I can't remember them having a great lineup like this. Like, yeah. I'm interested. I tried For Honor with the beta, and I didn't really like it. But since it's free and full fledged, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll try it. Right, right. Yeah, I think for people that have never played Horizon, and like, I think it's for the right type of person. Like, if somebody doesn't have Horizons and doesn't have For Honor, like, I agree with Pigeon. This probably could be the best month of games with gold. Yeah, and let's let's not sleep on the Disney's Epic Mini Epic Mickey Two. Power of Two. I played that for the Wii with my daughter mm-hmm. in co-op, and that was a lot of fun. I was gonna say and, that one had me interested. And uh, I mean, it, it's fun. It's not. It's it's not gonna blow your socks off. But yeah. uh, that's that's Space Three, and we have it for EA Access. But you guys need to. Yes. There I you do. go, Scott. What about that game? I was yeah, actually thinking cool. about it, but I thought you played it already. I did, but I ask me one thing: if I know what the stories are about, <laughs> uh, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what we did last night. Yes, you do, you liar. Or do we make For Honor since it, you know. That's a multiplayer game. Yeah, no, if anything, I was thinking uh, Disney's Epic Mickey, but then Pigeon just said he played that too, so. (laughs) All right, let me take one more uh, quick break for the beer. I need one myself, and uh, we'll be right back. Dick Nip Tassels. Do you love foreplay? Does your man love to be teased? Does, he, he, does his erogenous zone make him scream off the charts? Does he love the nipple play? Well, does he have dick nips? If so, you're in luck. UW's dick nip tassels are the best dick nip tassels in the business. Just open the package, take the frayed end off the tassel, and create a distal hitch knot. 
Then take the middle part of the tassel and create a Steve Door stopper knot. Now grab his dick nip and with the end of the tassel, make the Munter hitch knot. Tie the Munter hitch knot really tight. Now tug on di <laughs> distal hitch knot so that Steve Door stopper <laughs> no becomes taut <laughs> with the included hooks. Attach to your belt loops. Don't skimp out. Use all 37. Then pull them close and show them who's the boss. <laughs> Who the Bassmaster really is. You can buy UW's Dick Nip Tassels on our website. <laughs> www.tiethenip-tight.com Alright, we're back at the beer refill. Uh, Pidge, did you change up your beer? I did. Right, what are you I drinking? I went with the Moon Bear. It's from Clown Shoes Beer or Brewery or Brewing Company. I'm not sure. It's a sweet slash milk stout. It's from Ipswich. Massachusetts, right? MA, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. It's a uh, dark in color and 7% alcohol. Okay. Joke? Ah, you got me beat. Oh, <laughs> I'm still uh, drinking the mango even keel from Ballast Point. And as Pigeon just pointed out to me in the break, it is only 3.8%. Uh, it's very hoppy, though. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Uh, myself, Man, all still... the calories, no buzz. That's right. Yeah. I'm still drinking the uh, two-time IPA from Southern Tier, double IPA out of Lakewood, New York, brown bottle. You did get a refill, though, right? I did. I got a here. I can I can clang right. the bottles together if you need. I, I feel like you had like more than a six pack of them. I know it does seem like it's been lasting forever. Maybe somebody like brought me a twelve. Past I don't know. Four episodes, man. Even before you went on vacation, you were drinking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, right into Nintendo news. Uh, Hori, H O R I. What? Watch your mouth has announced three new GameCube-style controllers for Nintendo Switch. The controllers are themed after Mario, Zelda, and Pikachu, and are set to release in October. Uh, the controllers connect to the Switch's dock via USB and allow players to reassign the LR and L or ZL and ZR buttons. Uh, they also have a lightweight design and textured handles that allow for a better grip while playing games like Super Mario or Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Now, is this is this like something up your alley, Scotch, to pick up? No. Okay, because they have other ones for the Wii U. They had Toad, they had Pikachu, they had Link, and they were wired. I think these are wired too, right? Yes. Yeah, it looks like they're USB, wired. USB, they, they said. Man, go wired. Why are we having everything wired? I don't know. I like the uh, Pro Controllers, the wireless ones. They last forever, and they, they're really comfortable in my hands. Just adopt that into these. I mean, I, it's another company, but... Because I was just thinking, I was like looking at, I, I was hanging up my controllers on the wall and stuff and trying to get up with the Celtics's. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Celt doesn't hang his uh, controllers on the wall. Oh, I don't. But um, I'm trying to, um, like, I, I was, I was, like, I was doing that, and then I picked up the Pro Controller. I'm like, man, this feels great. It is. It, it is a whole. The lot. battery was still going. I haven't charged it in like six months. Well, dude, that's <laughs> like, um, what the hell was it? It was uh, my game. Oh yeah, my my DS. I got I got oh. that ready to go for the trip with me. I haven't touched that thing in like four months, three, four. Battery still rocking, man. They know it battery technology. I opened the damn thing up and the battery was still full. I'm like, what? I mean, it was turned off, the power was off, but there was no battery loss. It, I was I, gotta, I was super I got a better surprised. story. <laughs> My Game Boy Micro, I haven't touched it in two years, and then I punched it right in the screen and I threw it at a car and it still worked. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Full battery. <laughs> All right, Nintendo has recently filed a lawsuit with two ROM sites. Uh, what does ROM stand for? Go. 
Uh, read only memory. Is that true? Yes. Judges? Yeah. Wrong. Right. It's a gypsy, especially a man. <laughs> 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 nice. All right. So the uh, one of them is love uh, retro, and love roms are the target of the lawsuit. Uh, being sued, or being told uh, to remove all Nintendo titles from its servers and pay statutory damages of around $150,000 per Nintendo title, oh $2 million for each trademark infringement, along with handing over of domain names and sources of their ROMs. Nintendo's going to start selling. It's going to get into the ROM market now after yeah. they get these ROMs. Like. In response to the lawsuit, Love ROMs has removed all their Nintendo games from their website while games for other consoles still remain available, whereas Love Retro has effectively been shut down until further notice. Yeah, they're like, now, quick, let's turn the lights <laughs> off on this. Now, I was looking at, I, I added this in there, and I, I was, in my head, I'm like, like, why would Nintendo do this? Like, it would, you would think, like, it gives them some publicity, mm-hmm. but they were saying that on these two websites, there's a donation button. Oh, so they paid them directly. So they're getting, of, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, okay, now that works. Because when I was growing up, I used to play this ROMs called Nesticle. I don't okay. know if you guys ever played that ROM before. I've heard of it. I've never played it. I had like a bloody hand as a cursor. But anyway, I'm like, oh, man, this is great. Like, oh, I, I like this game. I'll, I'll buy it from Nintendo. But now it's like, oh, that's how they make their money. Yeah, yeah. Take the donations. <laughs> All right, right into multi-platform news. Uh, Retro Games has announced a, or the release date of the C64 Mini, a 50% scaled-down version of the classic home computer from 1982, which will hit stores in North America on October 9th, 2018. It is currently available for pre-order and retails at $70. This is I crazy. might get it. That's crazy. If you could go back in time and show this to somebody. Dude, I when I was in Sweden, the one, um, the second family that we stayed with had a legit. I think it was a, I think it was a, a original Commodore sixty four sitting there, hooked up to a CT or CRT floppy disk. No, no. I, I thought well, they were maybe, all about but... energy conservation there. Why are they using CRTs? <laughs> it was just in that room only. It was like <laughs> a a little thirteen or nineteen inch TV or whatever. They use it to heat the room. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, the uh, the C64 Mini comes with 64 preloaded classic games, including California Games. Oh, my God, that was so, so good. good. Winter Games. That was good, too. Impossible Mission 2 instead of Mission Impossible 2. Boulder Dash. Jumpman. Pit Stop 2. Speedball 2. Brutal Deluxe. Street Sports Baseball. Summer Games 2. Temple of Apshay. Apshay. Trilogy. Oh, not 2? Okay. <laughs> and Iridium... And more. Interested? So good. It was. It really was. The roller skating one was so hard. I'm trying to remember if Commodore was 64 super difficult. was the one that had the uh, the tank battle game. Mm, doom, doom, boom, boom, boom. Oh, I love no, the, uh, the bouncy walls. Yeah. Combat. No, there was another system that you ha- it had like the little rotator. You used to like slide this little template over top of the controller. Trying to remember. Is that ColecoVision? No, it wasn't. Was it like Coleco? I'm trying to remember. Or had like you could a like big... drive around a little like it was totally like you know not even eight. Yeah, Commodore 64 was just the uh, the keyboard with like a a game slot that you could slide the games into, right? 
Yeah, I was really young. I'm trying to. I mean, 82. I was only five years old. No, you weren't. Stop. I was 32. You were 15. (laughs) No Man's Skies next. Wait, you're about as old as my dad. No Man's Sky next next was released. Released into the wild with some positive and negative reviews. I, I All right, I want your guys' input. <laughs> I read on that, that word yeah, for word. I want there. your input because it's No Man's Sky. The updates next. Yeah. Uh, uh, my son. Before and you get I into that, really quick, hold on a second. Hour, yeah. But what is positive uh, is death threats, and uh, that is what the game director Sean Murray. Oh, received. what isn't positive? Wanted. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. At, at the original release. All right, Cal, go ahead. <laughs> Start us off with the original release in comparison to what the next is. Sorry, Sean Murray. Yeah, so I guess, you know, I mean, from what I've heard, and this is coming from Sean Murray's mouth in an interview, I guess they had, like, you know, they hyped it up pretty well. We all remember the hype. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they got well, a lot of I think we had, we had a major discussion about this, whether and it then, was our fault or the gamer's fault. <laughs> yeah, well, it could have been both. And then, basically, they released it, and he said in an interview that he wished he had a lot more time, but outside forces were... Pressuring him to release on Go the ahead. say who? Uh, well, who else was published or who else was it for? So. Xbox. <laughs> um, basically, it fell really short. But then I guess after all the death threats and stuff like that, he put his head down and the team put their head down for two years. They, I think there's been two patches in between. Oh, I think there's a lot more than that. But this is like basically, I guess you would call this their Phoenix. This is the reincarnation. Now, yeah, question. This is the game that was supposed to be. Yeah, good. Uh, do gamers have or not enough of a life that they're going to th- send life threats or death threats to this guy <laughs> over a $40, $50 game? Yeah. No. What mean, was the death threat about? Read, read the quote. It's great. Yeah, All right. So the quote is, quote, I remember getting a death threat about the fact that there were butterflies in our original trailer, and you could see them as you walked past them. But there weren't any butterflies in the launch game. I remember thinking to myself, maybe when you're sending a death threat about butterflies in a game, you might be a bad guy, end quote. <laughs> you bad guy. You bad guy. You uh, bad guy? Yeah, that's, that's horrible, man. I mean, come on, people. Like, Being bad does not mean I'm a bad guy. Uh, yeah, that, that said, I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on what you've seen and heard so far? I mean, it looks pretty spectacular. It looks, it looks great, but it's just like another grinding game that i just don't have room for at this point yeah we can't even get him to play sea of thieves i don't think it's any more mindless grinding than what we played with minecraft like i know that's a bold comparison but but it's so simple but this looks very very relaxed and chill but you know what minecraft didn't have currency and this one has like hundreds of currencies all from different planets I don't yeah, think like it's currencies. Uh, uh, I had a lot of planets, but like, okay, not not currency, but materials to yeah, for certain materials, minerals. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I don't know. It's, Minecraft is just like, if that's not one of the best games of all time, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I sat and watched for a good half hour with my son, and we we kind of thoroughly enjoyed what we were watching, even though we weren't playing. Well, Pidge, they now have, would you be interested in it because of the multiplayer now? Oh yeah, definitely. I would, but I would hold off at this point until it's free for 
PS Plus or it comes on Game Pass. Okay. Um, would you or did you like the Mixer option where the people on Mixer can mess with you while you're gaming? That was no. pretty crazy. No, what are they going to send like animals and stuff? Oh, yeah, they can like totally jack your game and up. everything else. But they can also help you out by giving you health and giving you fuel for your ship. Yeah, and everything what's too. that? Like the one percenters that do that? Yeah, they can pretty much like call in sentinels and like enemy items versus yeah. like somebody can say, Oh, I'll give you a shield boost you or can a just health. Get one person to ruin your game and you'll never go back. Calc. <laughs> mm. The mixer m- people that can mess with you, do they have to use credits that they've earned or they do, real world they, money to I be able to do that? In theory, they could run out pretty quick. They got to use those lightning currency or whatever. Right. So you the can buy more currency. Free. Who's getting the money for that? Is is the money going to your stream? Microsoft. No, you can't buy mixer currency. You earn it through watching. Okay. All right. You earn it through watching and contributing, I think. So it's just. So I'll just leave my Xbox on all night. It's like Reddit <laughs> karma. You You have to earn it. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. That goes with me. Scott, you, I mean, real quick, what were your thoughts on it, like, overall, and are you interested, and if so, when? I am interested. Uh, I'm a lot more interested now that it has the co-op option, or at least the uh, the multiplayer option. Um, mm-hmm. uh, much more so now, because of the, uh, the multiplayer option. Uh, it's going to have to nice wait for work. a little while. I've got a bunch of games that I want to get through, and, you know, see like if Steep? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. I, I still have to go back to that. That is a good game. I haven't played I haven't my PlayStation in a while. Yeah. I got to get back on that. You and I have to find, Pidge, you and I have to find a good game on PlayStation that we can play together that kind of takes up some good time. And that doesn't have Calc involved? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I am interested. It's probably going to be later in the year that I pick it up. Uh, yeah, I would, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I probably will end up getting it, especially if you're going to get it, Calc. Hey, would you get this or would you get the new Tomb Raider? Hmm. Both. I mean, hey, I got Game Pass. I should get everything now, right? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would say both, but I, I don't know, man. There's something about this No Man's Sky that's really, you know, filling an itch. We have, we have two games that'll fill that need. We have Minecraft, and then we have Astroneer. That'll be that's that's the Minecraft edition. Right no, there. this is. I mean, like, that's the No Man's Sky edition. I think this is so much better than Astroneer. Thanks for letting me buy it. <laughs> All right, two players from the Overwatch League uh, are currently in Switzerland to meet with the International Olympic Committee and the Global Association of International Sports Federation to discuss potential Olympic opportunities for esports. No, 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 no. Jacob Lyon of the Houston Outlaws and Si Yong Kim of the Shanghai Dragons are the two uh, OWL, or uh, Overwatch League, players in attendance. The conference is not about creating a specific plan for integrating esports into the Olympics immediately. Instead, the two-day summit will focus on creating a relationship between esports professionals and the International uh, Olympic, Olympic Committee. Committee. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm, I'm Why? Because your daughter will train, or what? <laughs> She's already I'm, been I've been telling her like, um, she, like she was really good at Overwatch. I mean, she's getting really good at Fortnite, too, but she was really good at Overwatch, and she doesn't play anymore. And she got my other niece, who never played Overwatch before, into Overwatch, and she is really good now. And I'm like, why don't you and her team up, and you have other friends that play Overwatch? Why don't you guys just start together, play together often, and then you can become a professional and, you know, get ahead of the curve? No, I'm in the Fortnite now. I'm like, 
<laughs> my other niece doesn't play Fortnite. She just plays Overwatch. And she sent me a message, a text message, which is like, I want to thank you guys so much for letting me uh, watch you guys play Overwatch and get better because now I'm getting better too. And I really love playing this game. I'm like, oh my gosh. that's And she sends me like uh, player of the game videos. She kills Ruby. a whole entire team. Nice. Ruby's like kicks her to the curb. It's all about Fortnite now. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, and we're on, um, we're on like a message. Uh, my daughter, my niece, and me. And she, that's where she sends the videos. I'm like, oh, this is great. That's amazing. And I, Ruby hasn't spawned in like three months. She's so it's not Fortnite. She's totally. But anyway, daughter. yeah, I'm just like, I don't. I get it. They're athletes, but they're not. Yeah, How drinking Monster and Red Bull and sitting on your ass and working your thumbs till they raw. I don't consider well, that an athlete they, in comparison they to the do, others. I mean, it's a different different type of physical physical athlete. You know, you, Olympics is the best of the best, and I get it. These are the best of the best. But who's to say that a ten year old in two years could be better than that twenty five year old? Mm, right. You put a ten year old out in the Olympic field versus. You know, Usain Bolt, you're not going to win. You know? I don't know. Maybe it's, if it's, he's it's, like it's seven different. foot three and his legs are. Well, like you're six comparing foot the three. physicality versus the mentality. Which, again, is what the Olympics was created yeah, for. But the physicality. All, yeah. I, no. Just. That's it. Hashtag no. <laughs> Hashtag Xbox Game well, I mean, no. X Games got their own thing. Do they you have their own thing, but they're not including the X Games in the Olympics. Exactly. So is it possible in the future there could be an eSports Olympics? Not yeah, of course. In the Olympics. Game stuff is in the Olympics. Like not all of it. I mean, stuff? there's X yeah. Games with motorcycles and uh, well, yeah, BMX bikes yeah, and everything saying, else like... that's included in the X Games category. Yes, they're okay, including snowboarding yes, and stuff it. into it now, but it's different sports. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a possibility if it doesn't join the actual Olympics. Yeah. I'd be uh, like, they have their niche. They have the esports leagues. Yeah, yeah. I think if they just stick with that, there could be an esports Olympics. Maybe sure. if they take, maybe if they take like all the other countries and all the different esports, combine it into one big esport Olympics. That's what I'm saying. I'd, I'd yep. be okay. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. But every time you see, every time you hear esports, it's always Street Fighter. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, they got a bunch of the uh, esports on. Um, oh, shit, what the hell is that? Could one? you imagine Super Smash on the Olympic stage? <laughs> and the primetime event is, and the Bob Costas primetime event is Super Smash Bros. What is Super Smash Bros? Mm, yeah, yeah. Kirby. Who's this Kirby character? Kirby, no. <laughs> I was I was forty five when Mario was here. <laughs> Holy shit! Bob Costas. All right, uh, Yerney and the beers. Calc go. Uh, oh boy, I'm gonna say yay on your mang- mango even keel. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a yay just because it's very very hoppy. It but it's light, and I do like the mango flavor that I'm tasting. So I would say yes. I, I think given the right condition, I would buy another six pack of it. Okay. Um, it's just it's definitely not like high up on the list, but Food it, I'd also give it a yay. You would oh. buy what's underneath your uh, your shirt, right? Buy what? Six pack. <laughs> uh, food pairing. Uh, I'm, yes. I'm gonna use the old fish tacos for this. All right. Of course you are. To go with your are mango you chutney in this time, or are you going to let scotch with a mango it? mango chutney or mango salsa on top? <laughs> you double mango everything. <laughs> That's right, mango the shit out of it. All right, Pidge, yeah. how about yourself? First on your Pacifico. 
Pacifico is a nay. It's just a typical lager, nothing special. Not a, I mean, lagers are, they're lagers. It's, I don't, there's really no flavoring to them. All right, how about in your clown shoe smell? What are lagers meant for? Lagers? Quench your thirst, even though it doesn't quench your thirst? <laughs> uh, no, I think that's just like the beer of beers. It's just, I think they're the semi-easiest to brew for the reasons of, like the, the the temperature range or something like that, maybe. Okay. I mean, I think ales are probably the easiest to start with, and then uh, lagers after. I think because of hmm. the the temperatures, I don't. Know, I could be completely wrong, listeners. If I am, please you attack the shit out of me on Twitter and let me know that I'm a complete idiot. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Just say that you don't know. Um, but it's a nice. I pre- I actually prefer that Freedom Reserve Budweiser. Mm-hmm. That was actually a pretty good lager. I prefer that over this. No, it's not a Mexico cerveza. But. <laughs> uh, really quick, just to go ahead and go back to the thing. I, I think it is because I think with lagers, it has like a temperature range during fermentation is like really big. So it's like it's hard to mess up. Or some of the other ones, you have to keep them in a certain temperature range or whatever to get them to ferment correctly or something. You done? Can I finish? Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> Can I get a minute? <laughs> Can, I Can I finish? Um, and the other one is a moon bear. And that one is a, I think it's a stout brewed with Vietnamese, like coffee, or something like that. It's a. It doesn't stand. It's it's. What kind good. of coffee? Vietnamese. Okay. It's uh, it stands out, with the unique flavorness, but it doesn't set itself apart from the other ones that I like better. So, it's a nay for me. It's a nay. Okay, myself, uh, my two times smash, two x smash. Oh, that's what it is. Ooh, no, I did switch it up. Holy shit! One's a two x IPA, and the other one's a two x smash. I thought they were the same shit because they're both double in uh, oh pale ales. Uh, whatever. Crunk already? Maybe a little bit. Pretty game. What the hell's the other one? <laughs> He's high runk. <laughs> yeah. He definitely oh, the, oh, the big difference is is uh, the two x smash is eight point one. It's not eight point two percent alcohol by volume. Oh, that's the difference. Okay. But it's brewed with mosaic hops and special pale malt. It doesn't tell oh, it's always that pale malt. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's tasty. The I guess I did sm- switch it up. So the 2X IPA was good. It definitely had that IPA kind of, you know, bite and everything else. And the smash still has the IPA uh, bite, I but love, it's a little I bit love smoother. The, the sip. The bloop, bloop. Yeah, it's um, it's smoother than the two X IPA, uh, even though it is a two X smash. Uh, it's smoother, uh, it's lighter. It doesn't have as much of the um, IPA bite, but it's it's tasty too. Uh, Southern Tier, two thumbs up. All right, uh, that's the show. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want, check us out on everything. Uh, I think Pigeon's starting to stream a whole lot on Mixer now, so be sure to yes. check in on his uh, page, and you can hear him and some other idiots talking with him. Uh, while he's gaming, we gotta get we gotta do that that co op stream where I think you can, if you stream, I stream. We all stream, we all stream. stream. but Kelk doesn't stream. <laughs> I think we can. You can do side by sides, can't you? Mm, On Mixer, I have to look. I'm not sure, but I think we should do that. Something. Right. Yeah, I'm not worried about the uh, real estate. It's just Kelk who's worried about the real estate. So, and he, he doesn't want to, you know, take up the one terabyte down bandwidth. You know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, check us out. Uh, Pigeon on Mixer, Calc everywhere, uh, except for he's at the real Joe Kennedy on Twitter. 
myself, I'm scotchhound underscore LC on Twitter. So again, like I said, reach out to me if I don't know what the hell I'm talking about and let me know how much of an idiot I am. Otherwise, thanks so much. You need to so get an education from Marty. Education, I know. I do have to. I have to head over there actually. Now that you're talking about it, although I've got a shit ton of beer in my fridge, I got to go over and just show you some and Kelsey to go over there just to show face with Marty. Right. Because I want him to come back. I'm thinking like August, September. Maybe September, I'll hit him up and see what they got coming for the fall. Do another interview. Maybe we can that get him in person. We got to hit up that brewery down in Flemington too. Ah, uh, true. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so let us know what you think. Reach out to us. Uh, tell us uh, anything you want questions concerns and uh be sure to check us out on patreon because if you aren't hearing us for i guess it's saturday what the 28th and you're hearing us on say monday the 6th of august you are not listening to us on patreon so you guys are behind the times uh but yes so uh reach out let us know check us out on patreon give us a few bucks and we'll give you a whole lot of episodes and uh we'll talk to you guys soon thanks so much for listening catch you next week Later. I'm not playing Steve.